0: Welcome to the Elevating Funeral Service Podcast. If you want to run a successful funeral home, cemetery, or pet cremation service, you don't have to be the one that has the lowest price. You do need to be the one that offers the most value, provides the best customer experience, and clearly communicates that in your marketing. On this weekly podcast, Ellery and Welton will show easy ways to demonstrate value to families and create differentiation that helps you stand out from the competition. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Elevating Funeral Service. I'm your host, Ellery Bowker. I'm with my good friend and co-host, Welton Hong. This is the podcast where we talk about ideas for funeral homes and cemeteries that stand out from their competition. Um, we're now in part two of a three-part episode about doing that very thing, standing out from your competition uh, by way of online reviews. Um, as I said, this is the second episode. Uh, this is a three-part series we're doing. The first part was we talked about the importance of getting online reviews. Today we're gonna to be talking about what to do if you get a negative review, and that's probably gonna happen at some point. Uh, and then next week we're gonna talk about how to get more online reviews. So we're gonna jump right into this. Welton, how are you doing?
1: Doing good. Just uh <laughs> Still, uh, I've been focusing a lot on writing job descriptions for our employees. That yeah, seems kind growing, of fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're growing your team like crazy, aren't you?
1: Yeah, almost 60 headcounts already. So. 60. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Well, knowing you, I know you've got a lot of processes and you've got everything right down to a science. So <laughs> I suppose that scaling that is not as difficult as it would yeah. be for some people, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. What part of your business is growing kind of the most? Is it the PPC side or?
1: Still the fulfillment side. Yeah, okay. really trying to, yeah, I'm purposely uh, taking advantage right now to look for talents. Used to be okay. really hard to find talents. The economy was too good, but um, taking a little bit of advantage of COVID-19 the think a little opposite of what everybody else is doing is uh, hiring a little bit more right now.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's been a war on talent for yeah. years now yeah. and yeah. now with I think 25 or 30 million people being unemployed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely a good time to, to try to yeah. grab some people that are in oh, transition yeah. right now. So yeah. awesome. Well, listen, let's jump right into this. So last week we talked about the importance of getting online reviews. Today we're going to talk about what happens if you get a negative review.
1: Right
0: now. Um, if you haven't had one yet, you probably are going to get one.
1: Um,
0: You know, that's just going to happen. If you're serving enough families, there's a likelihood that you're going to get one. So what I wanted to do um, for those of you that are listening, Welton has worked on a framework and Welton uh, is, is um, very well versed in online reviews. uh, And, and, you know, he and I don't talk about our companies very much, but both of our companies actually work with funeral homes to get more online reviews. So we're well versed in, in, in kind of how to get these and, Welton is very well-versed in how to deal with some of the bad ones. So, Welton, let's walk through this. So I'm a funeral homeowner. I get an alert or I happen to look on my Google page and somebody has just slayed me, right? They've just told me I was terrible. We did a terrible job. It's a scathing review. And um, that has got to feel like a punch in the gut, right? Oh, boy. Like, like, wow, what happened? Okay, so you have a process on how to deal with this. Walk me through that. What's the first thing you should do?
1: Definitely, and I I kind of call it step zero because uh, <laughs> I call it step zero is you got to detach. You got to cool detail. down. Cool right? down. You got to cool down before you do anything, or else you might regret. And uh, we all know that we poured our heart out on these services, right? We genuinely do care, and whenever somebody leave us negative review, it just really just hurts like crazy, right? So definitely step zero, you got to detach, you got to, I typically do recommend, don't do anything right away, go grab a drink of water, really cool down. You know, because
0: we're probably not going to look at these objectively, right? Nope. We're going to take any of them as an insult, nope. right? Like, oh, how yeah. could somebody say that about me? Oh yeah, so, Right. So taking that time to kind of detach, like you said, is probably, is probably a good point. Yeah. So the first step, and I would agree with you on that, right? Is just don't panic. You know, like All the right. world has not come to an oh. end. You know, it's one person's opinion. They just happen to put it out there publicly. So you're right on that. And I think that's the same in anything in life. When you get, you know, put on tilt or riled up about something, you got to take a step Mm -hmm. back. So, all right, so don't panic. Um, Detach yourself. Take a step Mm -hmm. back. What's the next thing you should do?
1: Yeah. And there's a reason why they left that negative review in the beginning. It's they want to be heard, right? They didn't leave that negative review for no reason, right? They want to be heard. So um, most likely, again, just think a little more objectively why they left that negative reveal. There must be something that fell short.
0: Right. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting point. You know, you and I were talking a little bit earlier and, you know, sometimes people are not going to tell you they're mad at you. Right, and no. tell you they're upset at you, but there's a lot of anonymity behind that keyboard, right? And they oh feel yeah. like they can articulate their anger, right? Oh or yeah. they're they're being upset oh a little bit more with a keyboard, right? And oh with right. words than they yeah. could in front of you, because again, some people might not like confrontation, no. and they feel like telling you something in person would right. be confrontational, where they can go just kind of vent on the uh, oh on yeah. the keyboard. <laughs> and and I've said this before, and it's probably worth noting that the the bar is not quite fair. Um, and what I mean is that you know, people have to be over the moon happy with you to leave you a a positive review. You only have to be a little bit mad to leave you a negative one, right? They're going to be the ones that are more motivated to go and actually post a review online. Okay, so step one is don't panic. Step two is to just understand why they left that
1: review. Right. So I will say definitely once you saw that negative review, then you got to call them right away. Really do your best to figure out who that person is you gotta reach out to them right away to see whether there's anything you can do to repair the damage. And I will say a huge portion amount of time is it just miscommunication with the expectation, just the expectation aren't aligned. And do your best to repair the damage offline. And the best case scenario is once you're able to take it offline, you repair the damage. That reviewer go back on, let's say Google. Move that one star review up to five star. So they and that, really does, of that. Oh yeah, okay. and that really does happen all the time. That really does. Right.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, my dad told me when I was when I was young. Um, he said, if you mess up, you know, tell the truth, tell it all, and tell it fast. Right, right? like, oh, yeah. like that's what I really remember. And recently, we had a, a, a gaff where we messed up with a customer of ours,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and he sent us a scathing email about eight thirty at night, uh, and I was at home, and I got the email, and I called mm-hmm. him. Right. right then. And he right. said, I can't believe you're calling me. Oh, and I yeah. said, Hey, look, I'm the, I'm the owner. I mean, you know, we take mm-hmm. this seriously and boy, we turned a negative into a positive right. just oh, yeah. like that. He's like, oh, no worries. Thank you so much. Right. Because you know, he wasn't expecting us to respond so favorably right. and so quickly. Right. So uh,
1: does speed play into effect on how fast you respond to that? I would definitely say, yeah, um, as soon as possible. Right. Cause they, they, Whoever left a the review, they're heated. <laughs> yeah. So I would definitely respond to them right away. All right? And here's an example I kind of want to share with you just for fun. Yeah, sure. This is a classic example of a one-star review that turned positive. And I just want to read this out to the folks on the that's listening in. This used to be a one-star review and turned into five-star. Once so it got is- turned... Mm-hmm. I'm
0: sorry, I was going to say, for everyone listening, what he's showing you right now is, is an example of where somebody left a one-star review mm-hmm. um, and then he's going to read their response after the owner called them. Right. So, yeah, this is going to be one where you turn a negative into a positive just by reaching okay. out to them. So, yeah, right. go
1: ahead. Right, so uh, this five-star review now says, owner called and apologized for what happened and took ownership of the fault of his employee. Exactly what an owner should do to err is human, who doesn't? Definitely giving them another chance just because the owner was a gentleman. Wow. But, but if I were, let's say I'm looking at this funeral home, let's say I'm, I'm um, right, a family member looking for services or even for pre-needs. Once I saw this the Google review or Facebook review or, or Yelp, I'm like, wow, the owner is on top of things. If they feel short, I know the owner will make it up, which is a big deal.
0: You know, there's a good point in that too, Welton, because one of the reasons why I like to read reviews Mm -hmm. is to know that I'm going to be taken care of, right? Like I don't want to make a bad decision. And the higher the ticket item, the more I care, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's more zeros behind that decision, right? (laughs) If if it goes bad, it's going to cost me even more money. So to see that, I think that would give me a lot of confidence because if the, Uh, if there was a negative review, right. Then that person's demonstrating kind of how something went bad and then the owner's demonstrating how they're taking care of that person. So I would have a lot of confidence looking at that than saying, even if everything wasn't perfect, at least that owner's behind it, that owner, he or she is going to take care of me uh, if something happens. So that would feed right into why I read reviews anyway, which is, you know, to get into, to, to have confidence. So that's really neat. That's really neat. And then let's say that you can't make them happy, right? <laughs> let's say that you oh call me up and I'm saying, "Wellton, mm-hmm. you know, there's just nothing you can say. I'm mm-hmm. I'm upset, and I'm going to be upset mm-hmm. from here until right. you know eternity. So there's nothing you can do." So as a funeral home
1: owner, what can you do? Right. I would definitely leave a public comment, which is very very critical. Leaving that public comment is definitely not to start a war. But you still want publicly, whenever people are re- reading these negative reviews, at least they know your side of the story.
0: Give me an example. So you're the yeah. funeral owner. I've just left you a paragraph of scathing words, saying how you guys disappointed me. You know, you didn't meet expectations, etc. Right. You've reached out to me. I either won't accept your, uh, you know, your advance to try to make things right, or I don't. I ignore you altogether. Right. right. So you as the funeral owner, you post a public comment uh, to my review, right? You're replying to my right. review. Yes. What do you say?
1: Right. So I'll definitely err still on a, a little more on the side of being a little more apologetic. Again, you're not trying to be egocentric here. You're not trying to attack that person. Because literally yeah. I've seen some threads back and forth between the owner and the families. It just goes back and forth, back and forth. And that's public. Yeah. That does not look good from a PR point of view.
0: No, 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 no. And the last thing you want to do, uh, going back to what I said, if I, if I want what they're demonstrating then is if I have a problem, mm-hmm. then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a combative owner, right? right. I'm going to end up fighting with, yeah. So I think to your point is leave a public comment, err right. on the side of apology. Even if you don't think you're wrong, right. just, you know, <laughs> apologize for, for, for not meeting expectations. And then everything you can do is try to just take it
1: offline. Right. I will definitely do that. Gotcha, gotcha, And interesting, if you do not leave a public comment, Ellery, so when you're looking at a, let's say you're looking at a funeral home, and the overall star rating is positive, and our eyes typically look at the negative review, and we'll read it very, very carefully just to see what happened, but if nobody from the funeral home came out and leave a public comment, we would think it's real, right? Oh, absolutely, So you right. definitely need to leave
0: a public comment. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, now, you know, it's really funny as, as I'm just thinking back. I was on a phone call a couple of weeks ago and there was about mm-hmm. eight funeral directors on the call. And one, we were talking about negative reviews. I think I was sharing this with you the other day. Mm-hmm. But one of them said, "What?" because we we're talking about asking people for reviews. Right. And one of the owners said, what happens if I get a bunch of bad reviews? <laughs> and I think after he said it, I think he realized kind of what a silly question that was because the answer is, you know, stop doing whatever you're doing that's making people give you negative reviews, right? <laughs> we know, we know just by the number of families you serve, you're not going to please everybody. You can't, right? No. You can try, but you're probably not going to just because of miscommunications and whatnot. But if you're getting a bunch of them, mm-hmm. right, or if you're that fearful of getting a bunch of them, then you probably have an operational problem, right? Oh, yeah, that you definitely. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was uh, thought that was pretty comical. <laughs> so let's shift gears there a second, and let's talk about people with a nefarious uh, uh, heart. So uh, you're my competitor, right? <laughs> what stops me from going and leaving negative reviews about you? And doesn't. Um,
1: happen- unfortunately, doesn't. Uh, it, they still can easily. They can. Right. So I think depending on the network, Yelp is a little bit more um, the the uh, algorithm does pick these type of scenarios up a little bit better. So it knows that if it's the same person who leaves or open up a bunch of fake accounts, because if you cannot keep those Yelp account active all the time, there's no way if I open up 20 fake accounts, leave myself, right, leave my fair home all positive, five stars on all these 20 accounts, while I'm there, use these 20 accounts, leave my competitor negative reviews, but Yelp's filter knows that, hey, even if these are real, but these accounts are no longer active, right. all those reviews will be filtered out.
0: Yeah, and, and Google's smart, right? And Yelp is smart. I mean, if you've got two reviews over the last three years and now you've got 20 in the last two days. Yeah, it's not I normal. mean, clearly, right? That's, that's yeah. an easy thing to see. Yeah. But listen, let's say that let's say it's not your competitor, and I'm, I'm halfway joking about that. Mm-hmm. But let's say that somebody leaves you a negative review, right? Mm-hmm. You can't stop people from getting drunk and getting on the mm-hmm. internet at 2 o'clock in the morning and saying something stupid. So
1: mm-hmm. let's
0: say that somebody leaves you a, a review. It's clearly fake. It's clearly mm-hmm. just a bunch of bulls. What can you do about it? What reports right. do you have, right? Definitely.
1: So I'll definitely still leave a public comment just in case Google doesn't take it down. Once uh, you leave a public comment, log into your Google My Business account. It's very simple, it's google.com forward slash business and for those of you uh, who can see the screen, it's very easy, google.com forward slash business. On the left hand side, scroll down to reviews and beside each of the reviews, there's little three dots. You hit on it and flag it as inappropriate then a human being within Google will try to figure out whether this is a real review or a fake review. Okay, There's a very good chance they will, re- they will take it down. But typically what they're looking at is, first of all, have you genuinely reached out to the reviewer? So it's very hard for Google to know that unless you left a public comment, that public comment, you need to tell a little story here, try to reach out to this person, and most likely this person had left a review for the wrong fear home, something like that. Right. So they know that you genuinely did your best, just like BBB in the good old days, right? You're able to uh, figure out who that person is, and then uh, try to work with that person to repair the damage. But yeah. with Google, they're just trying to figure out, hey, have you really attempted to try to reach out to the reviewer?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, confusing uh, or confusion happens, right? I mean, I think I told you before, we had, we had somebody, a uh, funeral director, leave something on our Facebook page one right. time that said, you know, the CEO was a jerk and on and on and on. Well, we'd never talked to this guy, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just responded publicly and said, look, I apologize, you know, that you had a bad experience. Right. But unfortunately, it wasn't us you know, here's my number, please reach out to me. He never did. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I think if anybody goes and looks at that right now, they're going to see that we actually responded to that. Um, yeah, yeah. So I I think that's about the only thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I wanted to make one point because it's so easy to get wrapped up into this metric called reviews, right? That we Mm -hmm. sometimes forget about what's behind that. Mm -hmm. And, and I think when I think about negative reviews and kind of how to process these and how to deal with these, I think it's important that we back up, and that if you have a customer that's so unhappy that they leave you a negative review, you probably don't need to worry about that negative review at the most, you probably need to worry about that unhappy customer, right? Right. I mean, that customer really needs to be taken care of. I mean, there's a problem there. Um, And the negative review is, is a byproduct of that. But at the end of the day, um, you know, if you're, if you're more concerned about the review, then you're more concerned about your business versus that. customer, Right. So you have to, you have to take that customer, um, um, you know, and fix that problem, whatever that problem is and learn from it. Right. I mean, if you're getting a negative review for any reason, uh, it's very, very uh, easy to, to learn from it. And, you know, it goes back to what, I, what I've always learned about customer experience is that if there's a bad one, it always starts with an unmet expectation, Exactly, right? They expected something and you didn't deliver that. Now, right or wrong, good or bad, um, and whether, ex- whether their expectation was founded or unfounded, it was theirs mm-hmm. and we didn't meet it, right? right? And so it's our job to kind of know what that expectation is to be able to meet or exceed that to avoid, you know, some of those things. Because oftentimes they're simple. Like that one thing you showed with Yelp, you know, there's a negative review. Yeah. owner responded took care of it now it's a positive review oh, so yeah. He, yeah he just he just fixed that so
1: well um anything else you want to add about the um no but i will probably just add um, monitoring wise just make sure oh, yeah
0: good point right. yeah. how do you how do you know if, if right. i'm a funeral <laughs> owner how do i know if some, somebody left me a bad review
1: right so typically the email that you used to register for google for yelp for facebook those emails will always get alerted by the network whenever you get a positive or negative review. Okay. But typically funeral directors, say they uh, could be a previous funeral director who opened up the Yelp account or a Google account. Nobody's monitoring those email accounts. So make sure you're monitoring those email accounts.
0: Well, I think to the point is that you should make sure that you claim your listing.
1: Yes, definitely. Right?
0: So if I'm a funeral homeowner and I've never claimed my Yelp listing... then I'm not going to get notified if somebody leaves a bad review. Okay. So the first step then would be to make sure that you claim your listings, right? Right. And that Google and Facebook and Yelp has your current information. And then you keep the control that information, right? You keep uh, that email active so that you're getting that, that notification. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good point. Um, Yeah. And, and, you know, like you mentioned earlier, there are monitoring services out there, but you really don't need them. Right. As long as you've got this email active, they're going to let you know if somebody leaves you a bad review and they'll also update you if, if that if that person changes the review, they will. They will. Okay. Cool. Right. <laughs> cool. Well, that sounds good. Well, listen. So, um, I think this is really good. I think the the you know gut reaction is to just reply back and say, you know, you're crazy. You know, don't leave me a bad review. You know, you're wrong. Uh, do So yeah. Please don't think, do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that. Uh, that's probably good, smart advice. So yeah, first thing, don't panic, right? right. Take a step back, cool down, mm-hmm. think about why they might have left that review and then reach out to them, You know, have them try to uh, uh, try to rectify it and change mm-hmm. it. Uh, if not, at least leave a public response. Yes. Okay? And then if it is a obviously spam or your competitor, you think it's fraudulent, then you do have some recourse. You can go into Google and okay. tell them, I think this is wrong. They'll have a human being uh, review right. it. Uh, and then lastly, make sure that you've got your current contact information the Google Yelp and Facebook so they can notify you if somebody leaves you uh, a negative review. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll add at the, at the end here, I'll add that it's, it's not the end of the world to get a negative review (laughs) unless it's your only review. (laughs)
1: Right.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh, I think this goes back to the, to the uh, balance, right? If you have a ton of reviews, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just going to make these, you know, age, right, is going to matter, right? So the older the negative review, the better. It's just like a credit report, you know. It goes back to did you pay your bills or not, right? You can you can look at a credit report and tell And I think people look at these the same way. So respond to them, um, but just get a bunch more positive, yeah. reviews, you know, and they will drown yeah. out any of those, uh, any of those uh, negative ones. Um, so next week we're going to talk about how to get more, right? So yes. this will definitely help combat any of the negative ones that you get, but Weldon and I've got a, uh, quite a few good ideas on how you can get more reviews. And we're going to talk about, you know, how you should ask people, when you should ask mm-hmm. people who you should ask. Um, so right. next week of all three episodes we've done on reviews, I think next week will be the most effective, uh, and it's going to help you guys the most in the long run. Right. So. Thank you for listening and watching. You. If you found this helpful, we do request that you go online and leave us a review. Okay. Please. <laughs> um, yeah. On any of your favorite podcasting channels, good or bad. Uh, uh, we would just love to hear your feedback. So well, and I are very easy to find, um, but we do truly do this podcast to help you guys to bring different ideas and information. So hopefully you're getting value out of that. And if you are, we'd love to hear from you. So uh, tune in next week. Thanks. Thanks.